0: In June 2011, Cathedral Center Press, Los Angeles, released my book, Christianity and Evolution, Discovering the Harmony of Science and Faith. The Right Rev. J. John Bruno, Episcopal Bishop of Los Angeles, wrote the foreword. In it, I offered a novel rapprochement of Orthodox Christianity and evolution through close readings of both fields. From the study of the publications of a group of biological and evolutionary scientists termed Metadarwinists, I derived the notion that living things possess agency, the capacity over evolutionary time to modify themselves to meet the vagaries of existence. I noted that this idea stands in marked contrast to creationism and intelligent design, where life is clay and God the potter and to Neo-Darwinism, where life is clay and natural selection is the shaper. I next reasoned that the idea of agentive life melds well with the Judeo-Christian notion of life as matter infused or impregnated with the breath of life. Reasoning further that agentive life has the capacity of choice, I explored the biological and evolutionary evidence that life is one— profoundly and inextricably interconnected from the level of molecules to the level of populations and yet is too fundamentally in conflict with itself from the level of genes to the level of individuals and populations from this contradiction of the most exquisite community and the most tragic conflicts i reasoned that the christian idea of sin applied not just to humankind but to all of life as well, from its inception to the present, with humankind taking conflict and sin to their logical extremes. Thus it would appear that in quote, the fall, in quotes, humankind is a proxy for the entirety of life in existence. Following a very orthodox reading of the scriptures and the fundamentals of Christianity, I propose that God not about to stand by and watch his creation destroy itself intervened first in the events of the Old Testament then through his son Jesus. These interventions as exemplified by the Ten Commandments, the voices of the prophets, and the teachings of Jesus repeatedly angled for the restoration of community between God and humankind and among humans. But in an ultimate reductio ad absurdum act, humankind moved against God one more time and crucified him. Out of the crucifixion, God brought forth his greatest gift for us, the resurrection of Jesus. Jesus' reconciling teachings, work, and acts were characterized by his capacity to accurately know the minds of those about him. His uncanny ability to discern the intents of people derived not from his divinity, but from his skill in reading their body language and voice inflections. He did this from a position of compassion and a willingness to fearlessly take appropriate action. I argued that we can do the same, and I introduced a concept from contemporary psychotherapy, mentalization. I proposed that mentalization was Jesus' default mode of communication and that our comprehension and application of such a communication style is essential to the future of Christianity. Christianity in evolution has generated several interesting controversies, and a few of these ideas could benefit from some clarification. Furthermore, the book stands to be enriched by the swift pace of scientific discovery and commentary. For these reasons I have broken out three key concepts to be the subjects of e-books. The first of these is this present volume on the breath of life. The second, hopefully to be completed in the next year, will deal with the phenomena of conflict and its relation to theological concepts of sin. The third e-book will elaborate on the idea of mentalization as it relates to the solution to sin which is the restoration of community in Christian life. These three e-books will, I believe, strengthen my theological arguments for a rapprochement of Christianity and evolution, while at the same time offering practical benefits to readers everywhere. First, the breath of life. Everything starts with the breath.